Hey John, how's it going? What's what's been going on? Uh Nothing really. It's been another nothing week. Yeah. I uh all I did with my week was play Elden Ring. Um Are you done yet? No. Did you win? <laughs> no, I didn't. How many hours do I have in this shit on Steam? I want to say that I probably have, like, 70-odd hours banked. 60, like, high 60s. Um, that game is crazy. Uh, I definitely gushed about it, uh, with the little bit I had gotten to play it, uh, last time we sat down. But, like, having had a week now to chip away at it, um, I've only been consistently impressed, uh, I don't know who needs to hear it, uh, but yeah, Elden Ring is pretty good. Um, I would recommend checking it out. Okay. Uh, a little indie game you may not have may not have gotten much exposure to. Gaming. Uh, yeah. I I just realized I said I had a nothing week, but I I, I did start doing something. Uh, oh. Alex, when I say this, can you can you edit in like a crowd booing? Uh, I I, I started playing World of Warcraft again. <laughs> Oh no! Suffering it—it it all returns to nothing. Uh, what what prompted this? Um, I I I didn't talk about it when when we started doing normal episodes again. But like over our extended break, uh, I I had mentioned like in our last few episodes before the break that I was really dragging on my progress with Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as soon as our break started. I really cracked down on that. I I finished Stormblood. I did all of uh, Shadowbringers. And I, I finished Shadowbringers like right when Endwalker came out. And then I did all of Endwalker. And then like the new raids came out at, like the first week of January, I think it was. So I was playing like a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, And yeah, uh, when I play a lot of a video game... And for that long, like it really starts weighing on me, and I was like, I I need a break from Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, and so I did that. But then I started thinking, I was like, I haven't played World of Warcraft in a really long time, cause, uh, Shadowlands came out back in I think it was the end of twenty twenty. I I played for a a good while with that, uh, but then I dropped it, and then like all the all the stuff happened with Activision Blizzard, and then I was like, I'm probably not going to come back for a while. Uh, uh, one of one of my good friends has continued to play, and I I was like, I would like ask her sometimes like how things were, and I I it just curiosity got the best of me, and I was like, I have missed two entire like major patches. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm overdue to come back and check out the game, uh, and so I've been doing that, and it's very. It, it, it's World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's, it is definitely the game that I have been playing for like thirteen years now. Yeah. It, it, it is it uh, everything you could ever dreamed. Um, I don't know. I have I have qualms. I have complaints. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is a like really well structured MMO that is mm-hmm. like respectful to players. Most of the time, as uh, respect, I, well, as respectful as you can get, being like a yeah game as a service product type yeah. thing, I imagine. Yeah, uh, I I watched like the I think it's the no clip documentary where they like document like what happened with 1.0 and like how it was a shit show. Yeah. Uh, and the director Yoshi P said in that documentary that he wanted to make an MMO that was like. A- acknowledge the fact that people have lives outside of the MMO and that there should be opportunities to put the game down and like just go play other games and not dedicate mm-hmm. your entire life to an MMO. Uh and you can very much feel that in Final Fantasy 14. Uh and going from that which I was playing for like maybe like 6 months straight and then going back to WoW, which is a game that is like very demanding of your time, like it's all about being as strong as you can be and like they put like systems into the game that like 
pretty much demand you play at all times, else you, like, fall behind. And The game that set precedence for other MMOs yeah. having these time-demanding systems. Yeah. Uh, going back to that, it was kind of aggravating, because, like, I I, yeah. I, I found out about uh, the, the new systems that were added in the two patches, and I was like, man, this sucks. And I've always been somebody who, like, plays pretty much all video games for the story. Uh, mm. And... I, I started to, like, notice, like, how flimsy the story is in WoW and how much it, it it feels like the story team is not given, like, enough room because, like, the game itself doesn't care about story. It... I, I, I'm kind of bummed, <laughs> but I don't know. It's still World of Warcraft. I've, I'm probably still mm. going to play it until the day I die unless something happens to it. A dreadful curse. Uh, unless they make WoW 2, which I think they should at this point. Uh, now they gotta make Overwatch 2 first. No! <laughs> Don't even get me started on Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 is maybe, like, the funniest uh, thing to ever happen, because, like, it's definitely not a video game. Yeah! D- did you, did you like, keep up with, like, all the things they were saying about it? Absolutely not. Um, but I remember that, like, they announced it, like... In the immediately as soon as like the um the who was it, the Hearthstone streamer uh that like something about the Hong Kong protests got suspended yeah like they imagine like it was like such like a what can we throw together to like deflect criticism or like to give ourselves like a positive news yeah spin um and I am just so not convinced that there's anything tied to the project yeah it, uh every time they talked about it it just sounded like a complete scam. Because they were like, oh, you, we, it, it's going to be like a separate game, but like Overwatch 2 players will still get matched up with Overwatch 1 players. And like the the maps that come to Overwatch 2 will eventually come to Overwatch 1. And like there, there will be some exclusive skins. Uh, heroes will, you know, the heroes would still have to come to Overwatch 1 as well. It just, it was like, why would I? They, they were like, yeah, it's going to be like uh, 40 or $50. I was like, why? What's the point? What? This sounds like the the pitch for like an NFT scheme. Yeah, it it was so dumb, and I I <laughs> I I wonder if it's ever going to be real. I don't. Uh, I'd someday. I, I I suspect that like I suspect that Overwatch Two will be one of those things that like changes hands a couple of times, and whatever we whatever the original form of Overwatch Two uh is, if it ever existed at all, will never be publicly available. Yeah, and it's like. The they they lost the face of Overwatch. Like Jeff Kaplan quit. They don't even have the funny man who talks about the game anymore. Like who? God, <laughs> I, I I I'm really struggling to reconcile like bringing up like Jeff Kaplan as the funny meme man in 2020. Like looking at the, my calendar sitting in 2022 <laughs> and thinking about being like 18 and playing Overwatch the year it came out. Um. I guess it would have been, uh, yeah, I would have been 18. Oh my god, what a nightmare. Man. I'm so glad I don't play that video game anymore. Um, no offense to any Overwatch players, but uh, I've, I paid, I did my time. Um, Are there any other Blizzard bases that we want to touch on? Do we want to talk about I don't StarCraft? Know. Do, do we... I, have, I have, like, virtually no personal connection to anything Blizzard. The only, like, yeah, the, the, those couple months I spent with Overwatch were, like, my, was my, my Blizzard time. Um... I, I, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. All right, we've we've got all the Blizzard out. We can, we can stop talking about Blizzard. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about, uh, Hive Swap Princeton? Do I? Do we want to jump right into it? Oh. Did I, did I ask you last week if you saw that, uh, Am I the Asshole Reddit post about the, the child named Vriska? I did see that. Um, <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. Uh, my cope for everything on Reddit is that it's definitely not real, but um, I hope it's real. It feel it, it. I hope it's real in the least mean spirited way possible. Yeah, because it, if it's real, that's kind of magical. Yeah, <laughs> that's my thoughts on it. I, I mean, I, I, I fully believe that there is a child out there named Vriska because their parent oh, read I, Homestuck. I'm sure there are, like, at, at least a couple. Like, like we, um, we we know that baby John Carcat is real. 
Like that mm-hmm. ba- that baby's out there and is probably like a six year old at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I fully believe there are numerous babies that are named after Homestuck characters out there. There's definitely a couple of Riska's uh waiting to grow up, um, and be stigmatized. <laughs> Don't name your child Riska. They, they, okay, Dave is fine. Like John, like please do not name your child like Tavros. Like don't do that anyway. That like don't do that. I, I I can't even like wrap my mind around the concept of a child being named Tavros. Like a, a real person being burdened with the name Tavros. Have Have I ever told you how like people like like my online friends used to think that like I was lying about my name because my my first name is John and my middle name is David, and they were like, "Oh, you're just a John Dave Shipper that's lying." <laughs> and I, Th- those aren't like two of the most common names. I, 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 <laughs> I went to the point of like showing my driver's permit to like prove that I my name is John David. <laughs> There's literally no way anyone would ever come up with putting those two names together before 2009. Inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 We can talk about friendsome now. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the characters here today. So today we did volumes three and four, yes. which was uh, Skyla. Uh, what was her name? Branya. Yeah, Skyla um, Branya. Tagora. Gorgor. And I, I, um, I, the other guy, Vicare, or Vicare. I. I I believe you. The flying man. You. The the funny yes. plane man. Yeah, uh, maybe foreshadowing uh, our discussion on, on him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so a, a whole new cast of friends for us today. Um, so I guess we will, uh, starting off with uh, volume three, uh, in their, our left to right order. Uh, the first route uh, up was uh, Skyla. Yeah. Um the uh cowgirl character um this is a good one uh yeah um i will say uh probably the single greatest influence that shaped my uh reading of this route is that i got the bad end the long bad end first and i was really convinced at how long it was going that it was just what was actually happening and i was really impressed at how dark friend sim suddenly got <laughs> man yeah that that bad end is it's rough yeah no pun intended um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the dog's i i've already forgotten everything I the dog's name yesterday. is lady yes lady okay lady with so, two eyes the is do we know that it's spelled lady with two eyes or is that just skyla's trait um that's that's quirk. that's definitely like a Skyla quirk, but like mm-hmm. at one point in the narration, it's like when it says "lady by name," like it has two Y's, and I just immediately registered that oh, it must be two Y's. This will be on the test. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, the <laughs> so the story the story of this one uh, basically goes like. You are once again start of the volume. You're wandering Alternia, looking for looking for a pal. Um, you make your first encounter with the blistering Alternian sunlight, um, and you're saved uh, by uh, this character Skyla and her Lucis uh, lady. Um, so in the in the good path of this of 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 the Skyla route, um, you know you go back to her her hive. You get to know her. Uh, and at the critical point where a bunch of, what are they called, Lucis Raiders, like Lucis Thieves? Yeah. Um, I picture them as, like, Star Wars, uh, villains, uh, like, desert guys show up outside, uh, to steal a dog. Um, in the, so the, the choice that it gives you is either, uh, hold Skyla back so she can't run out the door, uh, because she would certainly die in the Alternian sunlight, which has been set up. Yeah. Um... This is the this is this is the lore piece or like the world building piece of this volume. 
or you let her go out, you're, or you help her go outside to fight off the thieves. So I was like, oh no, I don't want this character to die. This must just be a hard choice. Yeah, it, 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 it's definitely set up to make you think that like the holding her back one is the right option. Uh, definitely with like everything we know and what we're given about the Alternian son. Uh, because mm-hmm. it, it's really easy to assume that like someone so low on the blood cast would probably also burn up really quickly out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that like at the start of the route, like the first thing that's impressed into you is like good uh good thing it's just daybreak uh wouldn't have wanted to leave the house when it's really sunny out because then you would be instantly obliterated yeah um but yeah uh so the the if 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 you do the bad version then the uh lucis thieves do kidnap lady and you are left in this like just horrible awkward heartbreaking scenario where you have just met this character and she has lost her lucis um and it's kind of directly your fault uh and it it just ends there um very very terrible sad uh, yes uh the real version um is kind of more standard fair uh uh you run out and you Beat the thieves up with her, um, and you are you're you're roughed up, but you're fine. And then uh, she dro- then she drops you in her um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the their slime bed. Yeah. Um. And it's 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 great fun. Uh. So I, I want to also shout out uh, a I want to give a listener shout out uh, shout out to a friend of the pod Lady Zenth for informing me that not all of the hive slop characters are meant to be like children or uh, a- allegedly some of them are like adults but they are not old enough to have left the planet yet. Yeah. Um, and that brings me to I want to be ve- I want I want to give a big th- thank you for this uh, heads up because. <laughs> This volume would have been really weird otherwise yeah. if I had not had this reaction because there is a lot more in this volume that is like just directly like the POV character is like just swooning like head over heels for the women on this planet now. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it, very funny. Yeah, it, it very much goes out of the way to talk about how hot she is. Yes. Um, which is, it, it's great. Uh, I, it's, it's very characterful, like uh Skyla's the the uh we're really given this impression of like she's this rough and tumble like sweep you off your feet character um and I like it a lot uh she's very lovable yeah I, um, I I agree I like her a lot she's good yeah uh the only thing I would really say about this is I don't really think that it left me much of a takeaway besides like just a general positive impression on the character yeah um yeah I don't know uh that's that's kind of where it starts and ends for me yeah that yeah i mean yeah there's that's pretty much all there is because like the the world building that we're presented with is kind of like like the alternian something like we know that we it's a detail that we're yeah yeah and i mean i guess the bandits are there like the notion that there's a a, a lusus black market because like the lusi are only from alternia so they're like worth a lot on other planets Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that, which I guess is neat. We don't, we don't ever really get much, uh, it, world building in the terms of like the Alternian empire. Well, the troll empire bothered me a little bit because my first train of thought was like, don't, is, isn't the trolls thing that they just kind of crush any civilization they're in contact with? Who are they selling the Lucy to? That's a good question. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because because the drones will like immediately light up like any alien. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, who are they selling them to? <laughs> I don't know. I they they it's it's very possible. There's like a in internal like in their species like in species troll black market for Lucy off planet. But yeah, it the the Lucy thieves. It just seems like kind of a contrived little scenario. That's like it's it works well as like a little backdrop to set up this character. Um, but it. It, yeah, it doesn't feel like it adds a ton to our understanding of the world. Yeah. Um, 
it, yeah, nothing really, nothing really super interesting about the dimension of like, oh, there are trolls that steal stuff because the under the underhanded side of trolls. Look, okay, this is what bothers me. I feel like in any other story where like it wasn't already set up that this society is like the worst place ever. Um, this is like a beat that you would have to establish like, oh, there's cruelty in this world, or like there are trolls that don't. Um, like there, there's like this negative relationship with like Lucy or like something like that. But it just does not really serve any purpose, given that we already know the setting and we've already kind of been exposed, even in Friends Sim, to, like, it's a brutal society where drones just wander the streets and kill people. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Um, so, yeah, sure. Um, that cool route. Um... I don't know. Do you have anything to add to this? Do you have any thoughts on the Skylar route? Uh, I think this is the only route where we get naked. Wait, no, we take a we take a we take a bath in the next one. Yeah, there's a lot of getting naked uh, in this. Wait, one. <laughs> I just now realized like how often we get naked. Yeah. Oh man, retract my statement. Uh, I think that at this point in the timeline, we're also wearing the. Uh... Yeah, it's mentioned that we're wearing the um, the clothes that we wore with Sarava, which was. A fun detail. Yeah, um, I, I I like when uh, a a a route will like mention something we did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they the routes tend to be a bit. I don't know. There tend to be conflicting things sometimes, which we I don't think we've gotten to any yet. Uh, but there will be some down the line that like kind of call into question the canonicity of previous routes. The the continuity definitely does not feel like super clear, which is not entirely a detriment. Yeah. Um it just is it you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think that the thing that is that surprised me uh about this section in general, um though, like with uh particularly this next the next character, is that like it does start to kind of get into a story. Like, there is, like, a... It's... it's Okay, let's talk about uh, Branya. Um, okay. Because Branya is another a case, I think, of, like, a, a less out-the-gate, super likable character, but a more interesting uh, piece of commentary on, on... on something. Yeah. Um... So... Branya uh, is the other route, on, is the other uh, troll featured on Volume Three, and her route focuses on a bit of a peek behind the curtain into uh, troll reproduction. Um, and there's a little bit, there's a little bit of commentary on uh, working within political systems um, that I was surprised to see, and that I, I kind of want to get into. Um, so yeah, uh, Branya herself was a jade blood, um, being part of the uh, part of that 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 class in society. Um, so in her route, we get to uh, we we meet her, uh, and we're like, hey, I consistent theme, I'm dying, please help. Um, and so uh, uh as as we as we go further through route, uh, we get to see like the uh, nursery in the uh like the we see like the 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 breeding caves below with a mother grub um we get some like back we get some like uh descriptions of like the imperial drones involvement in the process yeah um and kind of like the oversight involved uh and we see a dubiously uh off the record nursery uh that Branya has set up for Caring for uh, sick and like sick uh, wigglers, grubs. Um, so kind of the, the interesting uh, conflict that comes up here is that it's not, it's um, Branya is like very averse to admitting like any political dissent, yeah. Uh, it's it's implied or not implied, it's like. It's hinted that the uh, the nursery that she's managing uh, would probably not be like looked on favorably by her higher ups, um, and that with the whole uh, 
imperial policy being that the weak should be called, um, nursing the weak back to health, uh, is maybe, maybe not entirely, um, synchronous with that. Yeah. Uh, but when, when confronted with the notion, when confronted with this reality, uh, Brian is like very hesitant to acknowledge it. Um, and is like very, at least outwardly, uh, resilient to the idea that anything, that there'd be any like revolutionary or, um, dissenting thought, uh, that she was responsible for. Uh, so this is interesting. Um, it really comes in, at, it, it kind of feels like it comes in and out of nowhere. Um, I know we've talked a lot about, like, political themes in Homestuck and, like, start to get political reading from it. Yeah. But this is, like, so explicitly so uh, that I understand the, uh, or it is, it, is, it is once again apparent to me, like, that people take it, like, why people take issue with this. Um, not that, I definitely don't take any issue with it, but, like, it is a lot more explicitly, like, much more explicitly commentary than we've seen yeah. uh, up to this point. Yeah. Someone spilled politics into my homestuck. What happened? Yeah. And it is, it's explicitly political commentary um, and not just, like, commentary from last time, which was, like, you know, commentating on probably like, people in the art world. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it raises some, some kind of classic questions about, like, doing your job. Um, I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure how, like, uh, what I want to discuss about this or like how qualified I am to like discuss this topic, but like, I, I like that it brings it up and I like to see it, I like to see it confronted and examined, uh, because the... The issue of, like, reproduction and the mother grub is kind of a thing that, like, doesn't really make a ton of sense when you try to get into it based on the facts we know from Homestuck alone. Yeah. Um, like, it's a, it's a neat idea that the trolls have, like, this symbiotic relationship with this specific race of Lucy, uh, and that facilitates, like, their entire means of existence. Um, and... It's a it's a cool piece of world building, but it just never really feels very. Uh, it doesn't really f- gel well with a lot, of, a lot. A lot of alternative society in Homestuck, honestly, is kind of difficult to uh, to to is kind of difficult to find believable. Um, yeah, yeah. Like what, what with uh, because you kind of have this in, in, inherently uh, contradictory setup of it's all about like a group of teenagers who are friends. But also in the society, teenagers are constantly killing each other and, like, being killed. And so, so th- yeah, we've always had this problem with it. Um, but I like the, uh, I like the, uh, singling out of, like, the mother grub and toy production as both something that could be explored, like, expanded upon or potentially, like, retconned to make, be a little bit more sensical. Uh, but also as a lens to examine, um like political questions uh in the uh, in on alternia yeah uh i think i just said a lot of words that it basically said very little um, <laughs> but yeah it's interesting yeah i mean i mean friend sim is a really good place to like do kind of correcting like that because uh when when we were presented with alternia in homestuck like we we had what we were presented with in uh hive bent and then after that, uh, Alternia doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And so everything is just kind of presented as just kind of hearsay. So it, there, there was never really any chance to, like, see Alternia in action like we, we are now seeing. So I I, I think trying to, like, make, make it make sense uh, is, is kind of understandable. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is. I, I I think it's natural that it's happening. Like like uh-huh. you 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 said that uh. Uh, the 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 like. 
the the what Branya does, like you said, it it feels like it comes out of nowhere. But I I feel like I don't know with the, with what we were told about Alternian society, I I don't think like everyone's gonna just kind of go with it, and it's natural for someone like Branya to exist and to do something mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, I I, th- I think that like the premise of it is probably a little bit more outwardly like surprising than the actual themes in question because like the um the, the the question of like just being like doing your job and like being complicit uh knowing that like you're falling orders is like obviously a very uh heavy thing to introduce is like your your setup for your like first venture into outwardly political commentary because like it's when when you discuss that like what people think about is like the fucking nazis right that's yeah. kind of a it's a weighty topic yeah um but like outside of the first like uh reaction of like it, i don't think that in reality the situation or no 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 the 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 actual like thing being thrown into contrast i think is not like nearly that drastic um, cause, uh, you know, obviously her job, she works as like a, a, a caretaker for young. It's not anything like she, she's like, she, her job is to like bring new life into the world, not like anything destructive. Um, but even so, like there's the structure in it of like, yeah, we're going to, the, the, the weak wigglers often end up just getting killed. Um, and I think that like the, it's kind of. The thing that, like, it makes me think... The, the, the thing that you can contrast it against immediately within, like, the realm of what's relevant is, um... My god. Uh, what's his name? Um, the character who we haven't gotten to yet because we haven't played at High Slowback 2 yet. Uh, the troll. Um... Damek? Yeah. Yeah, because the other... Because, like, that, that's the other point that, like, we can connect this to. Because that's the other appearance in the High Slop continuity of, like, uh... Outwardly political... Like, character is, like theme is like political messaging because da- like what we know of damic is that like he's this uh he, he talks big about revolution is what we know of him and he also keeps like a personal servant um and contrast the like the uh hypocritical but like radically preaching character versus the uh hypocritical um and like desperate to toe the line character. Um, I think that's an interesting, uh, or like a good contrast to draw, to bring like, to, to bring the political theme into the story, because like, that's like a really classic, like leftist, uh, discussion point is like ideological purity versus doing what you can within the confines of, of how you can actually operate. Yeah. Um, like, you can, like, that's the other thing about, like, the commentary, is, like, you can tell this is, like, internal leftist, uh, political commentary. Yeah. Which is kind of funny to me. Um. Yeah, yeah, so, like, as for Branya herself, um, she's cool, uh, she's cute, um, but, like, I felt like uh, the my my personal connection with her as a character like kind of uh, took a backseat once the once it got to like the the end like the the latter part of the route where you have where it starts raising this question of like uh, her of her political descent. Yeah. So, yeah. What did, um, what did you think of the ending where you sit on a wiggler? That's really unfortunate, um, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it, 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 theming a continuous theme from the the first uh, reading of these. Uh, they're still funny. They're still really good. Um, the bad the the bad ends that are supposed to be funny and not like just hideously tragic are pretty good. Uh, sitting on a wiggler, um, a a great mix of the two because it, it what, what what does it describe it as it like has some really grotesque description of the squashed wiggler i remember i can't remember it's it's really good yeah it was good um what about the other bad end what was the deal with the the drones uh, the, like the the other 
the other bad end is the one where um you like you try to calm down uh the Lucis by yourself and end up just ruining everything. Yeah, the drones like 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 there were a couple drones that like turned around, saw all the ruckus, and were ready to light everyone up. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder what the deal with that is. Yeah, what do you mean in the sense of like why why are there why are these drones just ready to destroy everything immediately? Yeah, I I I was under the assumption that the drones just kind of got rid of you know the the weak trolls the low bloods uh whatever they deemed to be the weakest link. Uh, Branya like said they're gonna kill everyone. Like uh-huh. why 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 did this ruckus suddenly cause the drones to go? Huh, the whole cave's gotta go now. Uh, it's possible the drones just not very good at their job. I would say, cause like on one hand that's a good question, but I feel like it's not a question you need to have a good answer to. Cause like, why is it that I can go outside and there's like American police officers? Like I can see American police officers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my answer to that question. I can believe it. Alright. Yeah, I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Uh... <laughs> I get, that's my thoughts on it, okay. is, like, I can I can totally, like, you know... I can buy display, like, hideous displays of violence in the society, because, like, that's how expression... That, that's, like, how uh, power is expressed. Yeah. Uh... This route, when it first came out, was actually a bit controversial. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you picked up on it. Uh, but one of the things that the fandom has really tried to distance itself from is the 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 concept of jade bloods are immediately associated with with like maternity. Mm-hmm. Uh. And there were a lot of lines in here that kind of imply that all jade bloods are girls, at least the ones in the caverns. Uh, yeah, so you're talking about how Branya like refers to the the trolls that she's responsible for as her girls, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's also See, the fact that like Branya is just very maternal in general. The dialogue even like says she's motherly yeah it like borders on fan service for at times yeah um yeah uh i i just kind of like figured that 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 she had like an affectionate pet name for whoever she was responsible for like i don't know i i didn't i didn't assume that uh it was making implications about the entirety of the jade blood cast yeah Um. Uh, d- d- <laughs> that's it. That's all I had to say. It, that's, it, the con- it, that's, the con- that's the controversy. It was. It was controversial at the time. Uh, we can we can talk about the concept of jades being maternal as we go forward and meet other jades. Yeah, I, I guess that's a thing that we can we can uh go with as we go forward. Cause like that's. As a as as a, my, my perspective of somebody who is you know I'm I'm at this point I'm at this fixed point in time um all of Homestuck that exists is what I've read already yeah uh like yeah I the there's a there's enough troll society is being reconstructed and there's like enough uh open air that like about the topic in the first place that like uh I I can assume at this point that like. The role of jade blood equals, um, like, child rearing, like mother grub worker. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can, I have no reason to believe that's anything other than like, just troll cultural, like social construct. Yeah. So, uh, I, I it just doesn't me as an issue. Uh, perhaps things will change in the future. We'll see. Yeah, I suppose we will. Because, and, and we talked about this last week, but, like, the the idea of the, um, like, genetic determinant, uh, what's, what do you call it? Um, like, determinism? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is, 
definitely one of the the touchier aspects of like Alternia's world building. So we'll we'll see. It is we'll we'll we'll, we'll get more info as we go along, I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, the now for the uh okay volume four. Um, the boys. Let's go. All right, so we have uh, Tagora or Gorgor, and I have already forgotten the other guy's name again. Uh, Vicare. Vicare. Um, yeah, the plane, guy, the 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 funny flying man. Um. Okay, so Tagora, uh, Tagora's route was a delight that I loved. I I'm so glad I love Tagora so much. Um, he's good. I, th- he he's really great. Um, I was not entirely sold on his character until the part where he's like, hey, you can, in, until the uh, the Better Call Saul moment where he's like, hey, you run a pretty good scam. I think we could run some, <laughs> I think we run some pretty good scams in this town together. Like, oh my god, like, ama- ama- amazing character trope. Um, immediately, good way to get me on a character side. Yeah, this Saul Goodman-ass motherfucker, um... Just immediately barging in being like the new best uh, friends in character. I, I would like to be clear with the audience. I, I don't know who Saul Goodman is. I've never seen Better Call Saul or he's, he's a Breaking Bad character, isn't he? Yeah, yes. I've never seen uh, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> you should fix that. Those shows are really good. It's it's on my list. I, I keep telling myself th- this year might be the year that I watch Breaking Bad, but then I just never do it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's good. It's good. Although I gotta say, uh, Better Call Saul has a much lighter tone than Breaking Bad. I have been used to Better Call Saul for a long time. Uh, recently, I went back and I watched some uh, Breaking Bad. That show's vibe is so fucked up and <laughs> evil. There's like the the there's so little levity in that show. There's like like the, all the levity in that show is famous because it's like all there is. Uh, it's like being crushed under a rock. A uh, great show, you, but holy shit! You, you've now sold me. I might actually watch it. So I like things with like really messed up vibes. Like if it's if it's a miserable experience, I love it. A lot of it is a miserable experience. Uh, uh, first, a lot of the humor is in it being a miserable experience. The the first thing that jumps to mind is like my experience with Uncut Gems. I I had a horrible time with that movie, but I loved it. I love that movie. That movie's great. Um. But yeah, uh, the, this is your, <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Anyways, Gorgor, our beloved. Yeah, Gorgor. Uh, the, the, um, yeah, so the, the premise of this one, uh, is a, actually very similar to the premise of an early arc in Better Call Saul, where you uh suffer a hit and run um and this guy uh gorgor uh comes out of nowhere a fast talking lawyer outfit and is like all right i think that uh we can make this situation work to the benefit of the both of us um and it's great uh the humor throughout is fantastic um i love the Tagore is such, like, a wonderfully painted character. Yeah. Um, like... The... the, the, Going back to his hive is one of my favorite parts, because, like, the description of it, um, as, like... (laughs) The specific description, um, I think it it went, like... uh, I did not write this down, this is stuck in my head. It was, like, uh, it was, like, he had bought, like, an entire, like, crate and barrel, uh, display room, uh, and then like not touched it yeah ever. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and like uh msp reader like asks him like hey do you move in recently and he's like no i've, I've lived here my entire life <laughs> it's it's so good it paints like such a good character who's like an absolute uh like preening psycho it's wonderful um and then there's like the the, the pivotal like good end bad end like long route uh choice uh is whether or not you take a bath which is my favorite <laughs> because the choice is between convincing tagora that uh if you don't bathe and then you look you'll look more roughed up and pathetic and you'll probably win more money in court um 
Uh, or just taking a fucking bath because you're disgusting. You got hit by a car. Yeah. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, and yeah, uh, Tagora himself, like, yeah, I just said he's he's funny as fuck. Um, he's a he's a kind of character that I really like, which is just like a a well made up guy. Um. Like, you know, he's he's not particularly well-adjusted. He's probably would not be the most likable person, but he is just a perfectly engineered type of guy. Yes. Uh that's my that's my Tagora pitch. Hell yeah. I I love the I love the consistent money counter. A lot of yes. a lot of good jokes in there. Um all the 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 part where he uh the I, I view the the uh, the um zenith of Tagora's arc is the one where he takes off a bunch of money when he realizes that uh, you can do scams good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I th- I think if I if I had to complain about anything, it's that um. We don't really like the role of legislate of legislacerator in modern Alternia is still left fairly vague. Yeah. Th- um, there's there's like some lines that kind of. Uh, reference like what we know about the judicial system from Homestuck, uh, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really bother to like go like anywhere with it, which is a, a bit disappointing. Just a, yeah. just a little bit. I, I it, it's it, it raises an interesting discrepancy, which I think is something that you can uh, tell between a lot of these volumes is like the. The 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 the, jar, the jarringness of going from uh, volume three to this, or with, from Branya to this, is interesting because like, if uh you could do like the same, you could f- reverse these characters, right, and write them both very differently. Yeah. Um, because like, th- there there's a version of Tagore's route where he's a lot less of a an in your face entertaining character, like Ace Attorney character, and more of um like examining the the conflicts between uh trying to have a heart which he's you know yeah <laughs> to be fair he, um, he takes you to like, a he takes you to a drone because you like messed up his networking opportunity yes that is the bad ending is that he takes you to be killed by a drone because you fuck up his linkedin interview <laughs> <laughs> um that uh he was already getting bullied through yeah like there's a version of his route where it takes a more uh, sincere approach to, like, what is a legislator's job? Like, isn't it kind of fucked up that this guy, like, took you to a, a cop to shoot you? Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the, the incongruity uh, is is definitely, like, when, when talking about them like this uh, is a lot more apparent. Um... And I'm trying to think of, like, what... Of, of the split between, like, Volume 1 and 2 last time. Uh, although, I guess, Volume volume 1 was, like... The... Was, uh... The Girl with Three... The Torture Girl and the Hot Dog Boy. Yeah. And Volume 2 was... Shit. Um, uh, influencer person and... Yeah. Uh, who was the... Who was the fourth one? Uh, Strava's like the influencer. Uh, wait, who was the other one? Oh, the painter, the f- Amicia. Yes, the, yeah, okay, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, okay, n- not a ton the same going on, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, I get because like that one also, I guess, volume one is kind of a funny volume, and then volume two is like also funny, but seems more interested in having a like focus, like uh, on like. Uh, other issues yeah um or like so the and today's also kind of felt uh it's I... yeah today we definitely had a funny one and a serious or like a serious one and a funny one because volume three uh is a lot more serious like skyla is like a great character but i for me the whole like the lengths it went to to have a convincing and absolutely despondent bad end uh cemented it for me is that and then we go to uh gorgor and it is again like in in funny mode yeah um 
so yeah, like, I can't, I don't want to complain about it, um, because it's, like, I enjoy any flavor of it, or I've enjoyed the flavors that we've been presented with so far, um, but, uh, it, the, the cracks of it, like, being, like, a spur-of-the-moment product are definitely very visible. Yeah. Or, like, a thing that had a lot of contributors without, uh, a ton of, like, directorial focus to bring it all together. Yeah. Um... So yeah, uh, point that out, I guess. Um, what's the what's the deal with rainbow drinkers now? I don't know. Um, they're clearly like a known thing. Um, the the other tr- so, yeah. So so part of what happens in this route uh, is refresher is that when you if you go if you choose to go and take a bath, which is the correct choice, yeah. Uh, you use, uh, what is it, Rainbow Drinker Serum? Yeah. Uh, you copiously apply it to your entire body. Uh, so when you go outside, um, and you run into, uh, the other high blood troll that's been bullying, uh, Tagora, uh, they think that you're a Rainbow Drinker and freak out. Um... I pretty much like the whole rainbow drinker thing is like kind of been hand waved to his folklore in Homestuck. Like, yeah, it's, it's a, like, obviously like being the van, like it's the vampire parallel, but like the actual level of how much it's fictional is never really, um, tackled outside of like meta commentary. And it's kind of hard to gauge like, the narrator mocking you for believing that vampires might be real in the second person. Yeah. As it's kind of hard to like interpret that as lore. So I feel like, um, uh, a, a commercial cosmetic product, uh, that Tagora has in his house. Um, I, I question its use either as a, as an effective, uh, source for the folklore of Alternia. I mean like why we, why would the why would the blue blood react like that? Like <laughs> I I want to I want to say that like it's like like vampires are probably at least like a known or vampires are probably at least like a known uh like monster like I'm thinking the equivalent would be like if you went outside in a Bigfoot costume and somebody thought you were a real Bigfoot. That <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think that that's probably that, that, that's like probably uh where that's like where that's where I lie on the what does it say about Rainbow Drinkers thing um is that uh it says very little. Okay. I mean we we have the benefit of no know, knowing that like Rainbow Drinkers are a real thing, but I don't know. I, I I now that you bring that I hope that we do get into this at some point because that's like such a funny idea if that we never really get in there's never a good opportunity in homestuck because can i is only a rainbow drinker like after uh alternia has been destroyed so the avenue for and everyone else in the meteor has already like kind of had their suspension of disbelief like blown wide open by playing suburb yeah so i don't know i i this it's a mystery that eludes us maybe we'll find um, out one day who knows maybe maybe so yeah uh baseless speculation about troll vampires all right um, that's that's all we read this week <laughs> uh basically um <laughs> i i remember extremely little from uh air from aviation man's uh route um i he he talks funny uh he really likes planes um there's a very brief uh brief moment it entertains the idea of like him liking planes as a way to internalize objecting to flying in the space fleet army that he also seems to have some gripes with but like most of what he does is like say the line yeah it, it, yeah, it hot dog boy it, it felt like this entire route just exists to be like a Tavros joke 
at the end. Like, yeah, like the good end is just literally like a Tavros reference, and that's it. Yeah, um, the it it it, it yeah, uh, I that was the one thing that like I kind of took away from was like, why? What is this running theme of um of 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 getting shoved off of cliffs? Um, ouch. Yeah, uh, I, I really struggled to extract anything that interesting from this. <laughs> I, I really um, don't know what to say about this route, <laughs> like at all. Yeah, it, the, it, I think that there's like in I can see like raising a theme uh, after Branya because there's like there, there is like a a, a short. Uh, it almost feels like um, f- like f- like gotta get it like. In, just included for the sake of including it, of like, uh, what's his name again? Vicarda? Vicare. Vicare. Um, of Vicare, uh, like, it, your character, like, MSG readers, like, spec, there's like an internal speculation of like, um, does he, uh, does he like all this stuff as a compromise because he would really like just like to be an objector to, to like, doing any kind of, you know, military plane or ship based anything yeah uh but pretty much none of the of anything interesting there is like actually explored through having like none of it is actually explored it just kind of like raises the possibility and left on the table yeah um so uh yeah, uh, it sure it, it sure is an idea that at some point trolls might uh, not want to participate in society. Um, yeah. And now that I think about it, this is just completely redundant with Sarava from last week. But Sarava had an entire character stacked on top of them because Sarava had a thing where they gouged out their own eye because they didn't want to be, uh, like complicit in like used as a battery like complicit in uh alternate society yeah so like now we just have this a similar concept but with without a character attached to it um how i'm i'm so caught up on like the no planes thing i i i'm very curious to know how alternative developed where they just skipped over planes and went straight to space travel like did 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 they have planes at some point and then they became defunct and now it's like a thing, just a thing that doesn't exist anymore and is not talked about. Cause like there's been a race from history. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's implications down the line that like alternate has like a robust railway system. So, but, but, Based. but there's, there's also cars like, like we got hit by a scut a scuttle buggy. Uh, but then, but then there are also like, like buses exist as well. Like those are referenced like in the future. Uh they just don't have there's planes. There's no planes. <laughs> they they just achieved space travel immediately. Maybe they don't have oceans. Maybe there's just one continent and they don't need planes. There's oceans. Gamzee yeah. Gamzee live next to the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's literally not true. Um Yeah. <laughs> I it, it feels really cheap and dumb to like take shots at like world building based on what are clearly meant to be like lower effort joke characters. Um, but yeah, that that is a that is a weird it, it is a weird question uh, that this it suddenly forces us to ask. Uh, why are there no planes? I think it's mad if you tell them that planes exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like cute lampshade. Yeah. I keep lampshading, but, um, it's another one where I kind of struggle to see the value of it. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I think we, we brought this up last time and I, despite this could be a theme of like the characters with, um, they're just kind of there to be, a, to facilitate a joke. Um, and they yeah. have to have a route. So we got to draw the joke out somehow. Um, funny plane man 
Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I wish that we would not get the the underwhelming characters like at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think general like general like blah, 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 blah. yeah. Just overall scoring today. Um, I really like Skyla. I thought she was really strong character. Um, I thought her route was really good. Uh, in terms of like writing, uh, does not add a whole ton to like our understanding of the world, but it was it was enjoyable. Um, it was it was it was fun. Uh. Branya, uh, cool dig into into troll society. Um, I and I'm 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 fine with her being a character that exists. Uh, yeah. I have no real strong feelings on her. Um, but uh, high high potential uh, for raising uh raising the moral question of the day. Um, and then uh for the lads, uh, Tagora, great, maybe my favorite uh of today. Um. Star of the show with the money counter gimmick, uh, the and the the billing fee, um. But yeah, raise raise an interesting example of uh the the way that, uh, careers and like, troll casts are are used both to uh, explore like the political aspects of the world versus like, just uses a, comedy backdrop. Yeah, and then. Plain man, <laughs> I uh, uh, he he made me remember that there's a really weird scene in Homestuck where Tavros jumps off of a, a cliff and he's made fun of for being disabled for like a hundred pages. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I I good good stuff generally. Um. But uh, you know, we're gonna. I I I feel like we're gonna have to get get used to having a one character who does does not live up to the hype. Um, which sucks. Which sucks. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Generally, though, still, still, still rolling positive. Um, I I I I just could have could have probably cut down the number of trolls you had to do a a, a profile on. Um. But yeah, uh, so shout out Gorgor. Shout out Gorgor. Um, do we have anything else for today? Uh, I'm feeling like this we're we're it's a pretty natural point to to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's everything. Oh, oh, oh. Well, in that case, um. Listeners, uh, you have been tuned into a Homestuck podcast. Uh, I'm Aiden. I'm John. Uh, John, would you like to thank our patrons? I thought we'd do what we're doing next week first. Do we? I mean, what we're doing next week. Okay. Uh, John, which, <laughs> what, what are we I could switch it up. I could switch it up on you and you wouldn't even know. We're <laughs> doing, we're now at the part where the, every reading is the same. All right, I'll do the honors. What are we reading next okay. week? Okay, next week we're reading volumes five and six, which is going to be exciting for a few of our listeners, because uh, we're going to be covering the infamous Zebra, or Zebra, I've heard this or, name. or however you say his name. I'm going to go with Zebra. Uh, next week's episode is going to be a little packed, because uh, volume five has Zebra, which is a very... It's it's gonna be an interesting character to talk about. I know when I hear a name <laughs> that I recognize, I'm about to be in for a time. Yeah. Uh, and then volume six is also a bit packed because it has a uh, very very po- probably the most popular character from Friend Sam, L Word, uh, and then the Fortune. That's their characters. name. Yeah, they're they her name is L Word. Ah. Interesting. Uh, and then there's also the characters that are a 4chan joke, which is going to be a fun oh. to talk about. Oh, fucking great. I, I love, I love, I love whenever we get to talk about 4chan. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun to, it's so fun to remind some, uh, it to, to imagine like young people on the other end of the line and I, we get to be old. <laughs> take us back to 2008. <laughs> Let's go. Take, take me back to when I was a child with unrestricted <laughs> internet access and a, 
healthy desire to see things that would fuck me up <laughs> for my entire life. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So yeah. All right. So volumes five and six next week. Um. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh. Would you like to thank our patrons? I would love to. Excellent. Uh, shout out to the big nine. Uh, Tezrak, Danny, Caffeine, Leo, Gareth F, Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E, and Darsh. Thank you for money. Thank you so much for money. Um, yeah. Uh, if you would like to join uh, the illustrious ranks of our patrons, you can go over to patreon.com slash hpcast uh, and give us uh, your dollars. Um, we have perks such as being able to get the episodes a couple of days early, so rather than listening on uh, Monday uh, when they normally come out, uh, you get them earlier in the weekend, uh, typically on Saturday. Um, you can... Uh, there are perks such as being able to view but not uh, type in the admin-only channel where we schedule and reschedule recording. Um, so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, uh, go ahead and uh, check us out at patreon.com slash hpcast. Um, thank you so much for money, guys. Um, and for the rest of uh, uh, for the rest of you, uh, I would like to extend a huge shout out and thank you to all of our regular listeners, um, listeners in general. Uh, it, just being around and like, you know, listening um, is uh, an insane amount of support to me already. Uh, and it's very cool. Uh, it means a lot uh, that people tune in, um, as always. Uh, so thank you, guys. Uh, it means a lot. Um, and as our third and final shout-out, I would like to shout-out uh, Alex, our artist and editor. Um, makes everything work around here. Uh, is generally the greatest, uh, and we love him. So thank you, Alex. Um... And with that, uh, I believe we will see you again next week uh, with our continued discussion of High Slot Friend Sim as we do Volumes 5 and 6 and we meet the fabled Zebra. Let's go! Uh, <laughs> see you next time, guys! See ya! <laughs>